change the game, rolling up the paper plane, pushing the orange juice, nigga. Sledge route. City season one. They're done telling their side of the story about Slaughterhouse, and now they're doing a concept album. And um definitely met expectations per se. Honestly, it just missed the mark for my expectation, maybe. Because you know, when you put out an album like The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, you know, you expect a little bit better. But it's on the same level, I'm not gonna lie. But this was a very interesting project. And you know, let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about Harbor City season one. Um, the rookie's first dead body. You see how uh it was creative how they put the Netflix at the beginning of the shit. That's pretty dope. Um, it's basically like two cops interacting after a dead body is found. Then we got Heat Wave, where Joel and Crooked just basically trade back and forth. And them two niggas is nice. I, I can't lie. Like, Heat Wave is a very dope song. Like to play the video game to, to listen to, to ride to. Welcome to Harbor City is probably one of my least favorite songs on here. Energy was cool. I like Crooked verse. I like Crooked Eyes verse on here better than I like Joel's. Even though Joel 
was more telling a story on his end. Meanwhile, Crooked was telling a story and rhyming top-notch. Drip Club was um, not what I expected, but it was still it was still a pretty dope record. Definitely gives that 2000s, <clears throat> that mid-2000s Swiss Beats type of sound. Holy Water was tough. Holy Water was fire. Vibrate higher with AZ. AZ verse was crazy on here. Not gonna front. Hearing Joel, AZ, and Crooked on the song, that's different. Brooklyn, that's pretty much Joel's solo song on here. I kinda fuck with it. Like, and this is a really good, written, well-written song. That's one thing I can say about Harbor City Season 1 is the songwriting ability of, of Crooked and Joel has gotten better since Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, where they let other people do the hooks. BKLB Blend dialogue is just people talking about, you know, basically Harbor City is like Long Beach and Brooklyn blended together into one city. And that's pretty much like the concept of the album. Community Center was great. That's a really great song. Especially Joel's uh, verse. Long Beach Boulevard is a crooked solo. And I fuck with it. Pawn Shop Jewelry. Definitely one of my favorite moments of the album. Definitely love Pawn Shop Jewelry. Definitely some shit I listen to. Officer Pirelli schools the rookie. Basically, it's just a skit of a cop harassing a, a, a random guy. 911 definitely has it's giving Grand Theft Auto vibes. Stop playing with Kim dialogue is just basically someone soliciting to a prostitute in a skit. Don't forget about her is when uh, Joel and Crooked talk about the women that get forgotten that live in those uh, neighborhoods that are that have poverty. Nah, dead ass yo, commercial. Just basically Joel rap, rapping a poem about New York and how New York niggas are. Dead body. Yo, Joel and Crooked went deep on here, man. They went deep as hell. You just have to listen to it to believe it. Pirelli doesn't like us dialogue again with the cop. Underground. Another Joel Ortiz solo that's well crafted. Definitely, uh, it's just him, you know, rapping straight up with no hook. Ocean Terminal, even though it's kind of corny, it's kind of a corny song, in my opinion. Still a solid song. Game Over. Particularly my favorite track. I I would probably skip this track. Who shot the dialogue? One of the cops end up turning dirty at the end of the project. Although 24 tracks was a lot, most of some of them were skits though. It wasn't 24 songs. Thank God. All in all, Harbor City wasn't disappointing. It was a solid listen. I will be going back and playing some of these songs. Now let's move on to Simba. 
it was brought to my attention that Simba was dropping an album. And I've been hearing this kid's name like everywhere. You know, he, he's a Bay, I think he's a Bay Area artist. Correct me if I'm wrong, he's definitely West Coast. He's definitely a West Coast artist. And he puts out a, oh, a mixtape. It's definitely, it, it, it's a mixtape with DJ Drama. isn't necessarily a debut project but it's a rookie and you know I've been it's been a rough time trying to find decent rookies that can actually rap because who, who I have currently on the rookie list only like one or two can rap so it's good to hear somebody young and impressionable spit on the mic pause that but y'all know what i'm saying but um let's move let's get it on man let's get into results take time by simba and dj drama overnight this shit is an okay intro this shit's okay just okay it's not nothing i'm doing uh jumping jacks over you know Never Change with Roddy Rich. Pretty solid track. Not necessarily upset at this one. Never End Up Broke Part 2. Wow, so Dr. Dre produced this, huh? Interesting. I didn't recognize it, man. Dre masters production pretty well these days because you used to be able to tell whether Dre did something or not. But Dre knows how to switch it up now in these days and times. But Pusha T is somebody who Simba kind of reminds me of, you know, minus the drug talk. Can't win for nothing. Definitely one of my favorite songs on this project. Street Nigga featuring Cali. This shit was uh, my least favorite song on the project. Definitely my least favorite. Trust Issues. Great song. Sacrifices with Friday. Great song. On God. Featuring Raven. Uh, no, no, no. On God. This was a very fire song, man. I like the rhyming. And the concept of the song. Soul Ties featuring Raven Tyler. This was pretty decent. Find a way... Featuring uh, Ian or Jan Rich. Um, it was some interesting shit going on on this song. Not gonna front. Because he told a story about Stat Quo turning him down. And saying he wasn't it because he didn't have a gimmick to his image. And nobody would care. And then he gets on the track saying, It's crazy how someone that's lesser than him gonna tell him the direction of his career. And I just sat there and laughed because, you know, Stat, if you don't know who Stat Quo is, Stat Quo in the mid-2000s was signed to Shady Aftermath Records. And did, his career didn't necessarily uh, take off. You know, he was shelled by Interscope and uh, Aftermath. 
But it was kind of funny that he said that on that record. Goat. Um, Goat is a simple concept, you know what I'm saying? He wants to uh, end all the uh, debates when it comes down to uh, every subject. And he feels like everyone is a goat in his eyes that has been successful. You know, and he feels like... Um, so... I get the concept and I actually like it because, you know... He's telling us to get out of that mindset. Well, unfortunately, my nigga, I'm not going to get out of the mindset. But I love the uh, the, the concept of the record. No Sleep featuring I Don't Know Jeffrey and Key Glock. This is a street record. Just real gangster shit. Real gangster rap. It's that hard gangster trap music. Pop Out featuring 2 Chains is a flashy record. I definitely enjoyed it. Blessings featuring Raven uh, Tyler. Dope Ass Hook. Solid record. Better Days. Definitely probably the best song on here. Definitely the best song in my book. Pendant featuring RMR. Solid. Uh, results take time. Pretty good uh, project. It's my first time listening to a whole project of his. It's not his debut album. It's just another mixtape. But this kid's got a lot of potential. Let's move on to the last album of the day. I ain't never, I never felt none by a CMG artist ESTG. And you know, I'm just like, I don't see what people see in this guy. I really don't. You know, I only listen to it for the beats more so. It's no disrespect. I just feel like ESTG is a generic artist. He's generic. Like, nothing sticks out about him. He sounds like everybody else that's rapping in his lane. I don't see anything special about this dude. He'll have a line here and there that'll catch you and be like, oh, that's a dope line. But I'm not sitting there going crazy over this nigga's lines or any of this nigga's songs and shit. But he's just all right. But... I'm going to tell you now, 21 songs, let's keep it a beam. I'm not trying to hear this nigga 21 songs. And I thug my way through it. I thug my way through it because, you know, he's a, he, he's under Gotti. If not for his affiliation with Gotti, I would not listen to this guy. But let's move. Let's get into the album, though. Let's see why I feel this way. Have Mercy, I enjoyed Have Mercy. Have Mercy, it was hard. This is what I was more so looking for. I was expecting like an album full of these and I didn't get that. Shooting Myself featuring Future is probably the best song on here to me. I enjoyed this record a whole lot. Hell, that's a decent song. 
come home. That shit's okay. I can't feel a thing. That's okay. Backstage passes with Jack Harlow, the two Kentucky products, trade bars back and forth. It's okay. It's not anything spectacular. It's just the simple fact that um, I feel like Harlow is a decent artist, but he's teetering between generic and average and pretty dope. He's in between that, you feel me? And I mean that with all respect, man. But backstage passes, that shit was okay. Both arms. Um, it was silly, but not too much of a fan of it. But I would say Grace, one of the better songs on here. I definitely listened back to that. Blood, street record, gangster record. It's heaven for a gangster. Expected more for a song titled that. When people talk about ghetto heaven, you know, you got to bring it a little bit more. Love is blind. This shit is okay. Love is blind is okay. X. Now, this is the shit right here. X is up there as far as the top tracks on this album. X was 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 that definitely needs to be a club banger or a single. I definitely enjoys that. Uh get him Geeski. I get it. It's homage to get him Jeezy. I got him the classic. This shit was okay. Sabotage with Bryson Tiller. Definitely one of the better songs on here. Definitely single ready. Double back. I get the concept of double back. It's all right. I won't let him kill me. It's okay. Death around the corner. I'm not going to lie. Machine Gun Kelly kind of washed ESTG on this song. Not going to front. You let post Eminem Machine Gun Kelly wash you. It's disappointing. Get it going. Mid. Voices in my head. Mid. Get it going. I think it's too short. That's one verse. Shit, whack. Voices in my head. Mid. Forever. Mid. The closer. The realist with Jeezy. Definitely fire. I definitely enjoy the realist. Overall, this album was kind of ass. I'm not going to front. It's ass because... You kind of expect ESTG to evolve. He talks about the same shit most of the time. And he rarely ever switches it up. Like he always talks about killing. I ain't no snitch. I fucked this bitch one time and she did did this. Them three things that he talks about. He don't talk about shit else. He doesn't talk about a wide range of topics. Now I do understand you know, he does gangsta rap or trap music. I get that. But, you know, Moneybag Yo is a lot more of an interesting rapper. You know, let's make a comparison. He makes funner, catchier music than him. And he's on the same label as ESTG. Now, ESTG isn't a trash rapper. I just feel like he's a lot more than what he gives. 
that's all I'm saying. Like this project is probably his weakest project, hands down. Like he's put out better music than this. I mean, Bigger Than Life or Death was better than this. The album he did with 42 Doug was better than this. Like I was disappointed. Like when I found out that this was gonna be 21 tracks, I was like, this might not be any good. Because nobody wants to hear this guy for 21 songs. I just had a feeling like this wasn't going to be it. And this shit is not it. Like that 21 could have been cut down to like 13. All in all, this shit was a mid-pack. Only a couple of bangers that I would go back to. But I wouldn't, you know, play this entire thing ever again. Like, when it comes down to deleting shit off my iPod, it's going to be one of the albums that's going to go first. But in two weeks, you know, we got Soul Sold Separately by Freddie Gibbs. Got Quavo and Takeoff dropping. We got YG dropping. Albums dropping with ramifications. Got Lil Baby dropping on October the 14th. And that's when the polls close for the King Known Awards. You feel me? But that's my show. This is King Known. Uncensored. New Music Fridays for the week of September 16th. And I'm gone.